AskADesignerAnything.com Hello, I'm Craig and welcome to Ask A Designer Anything, episode 62. Now, I'm having real problems with my mics. I bought, as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I bought a nice new mic called a Rode Procaster and I've been desperately trying to get it set up properly. I've bought a mixer. I've really leveled up my podcasting gear here. I bought a mixer and I bought a Rode Procaster mic and I can't get either of them to sound as good as this condenser microphone. You may or may not have noticed that some of the previous podcasts that I've been doing have sounded a little bit different, not necessarily better. So they've sounded a little bit different, um, but not better. And that's what I'm trying to get to. So anyway, I've had to switch back to this mic, but none of that concerns you, to be honest. I'm just venting <laughs> in my daily podcast because it's really bugging me that I've spent all this money on this equipment, but I can't get it to sound right. Anyway, today is still, I'm talking to Ian Mead again. Yesterday, if you missed yesterday's episode 61, I suggest you go back and check it out. All week for the next five days, I'm talking to Ian Mead about design, about marketing, and about some other random topics as well. And I'm splitting the two-hour conversation that I had with him into around five or ten-minute episodes all week. At the end of the week, I'm going to release the entire thing, more or less uncut. But for this week, I'm releasing my select favourite bits. So, without further ado, as I said yesterday, without further ado, we'll get back to me talking to Ian Mead about design. Let's get started. I think part of the power of having a lot old logo is that it's got so much history with it. Yeah. And and that matters for a lot of companies. And I, lo- I love what Co-op have done recently, bringing their old logo back. Yeah, absolutely. Because they, they know that everybody's seen that logo People for years. People identify with it. Yeah. And they've not thrown the baby out with the bathwater. They've kept their old logo. And more, more companies... Should do that. That should. There's nothing wrong with things developing over years. There's nothing wrong with kind of tweaking things, but I don't often advocate throwing everything away and starting again. And I can think of loads like Coca-Cola's like evolved over the years without anybody noticing. And you couldn't ever. And and they've had they've had times when. They've experimented with almost completely losing that and going to just coke and a full stop or whatever. <clears throat> and look at other things like big companies like, well, BMW have stuck with their little circle and quarters and blue and white. And and it's it, it's an identification. And I'm not sure that, that they should. Just lose things. If you've got something that's good, cherish it. No, like, oh, we've got a new marketing manager. Let's do, let's do something new. And that's very much a culture that's about in companies now that there's a big turnover of young marketing people and each one, and sometimes for the right reasons, but often for the wrong reasons, wants to put their own stamp on a brand or a product when they arrive in that job. And it's almost seen as one of the things you do when you arrive is redo the logo and change all the packaging and let's make it green or blue or because I like blue. Yeah. Just so that they can put their own 
individual their stamp on 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 their job, and it's that's not always right. It's what happens. Yeah, it is that kind of speaking of coke that kind of leads us into something else that I want to talk about about good design versus bad design because I, th- I think Coca-Cola is a really good example of that because over the years they've all, they've always had a really good logo um, it's stood the test of time but what is it 150 years old mm. is it or something mm. now mm. it's it's really old but they've experimented with stuff over the years that has there's not been as good you know that the sub brands that they've mm. done like the Coke and, you know, Coke with a dot. And now they've gone full circle again, back to their original Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola packaging. So what do you think made the ones that were rubbish, rubbish and the good ones good? Well, in terms of Coca-Cola? Yeah. The, the idea of, of, of throwing away the basic idea. That's, not if that's not contradictory. Yeah, throwing away the concept. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the got it, it almost like um, like if you've got an animal, if you've got a dog, trying to turn it into a cat instead of trying to turn it into, into a better dog. Like if it, that the, they've got some things there which should have been sacrosanct and should have kept, and trying to just change it and go to Times bowl or whatever it was, whatever they used, were were just wrong. But trying to be trendy, trying to be trying to be different, but by trying to be different, they ended up being the same. That's exactly what I'm going to say about trendiness. All their worst cans that they've done, or packaging, or whatever it's been, all their bad decisions have been from trendiness, mm. where they've been trying to be fashionable. Mm. That's of a time that only lasts a year or two. Um, and then they're left with something that looks old-fashioned yeah. two years later because yeah. that's not what people expect to see anymore. And and now they could keep that can that they've got now, the red can with a white letter in, yeah. and they could keep that for years, forever. But they won't. Yeah. They'll change it. Well, they had all these changes where, um, when they were going Coca-Cola Light and Coca-Cola Zero and Coca-Cola. And I think they seem to be pulling that back together now. Trying to make it a little, bit, a little bit more of a brand with some less noticeable differences. Yeah, it's um, th- th- there are other examples where it, there's only examples in in packaging where things have wouldn't appear to have changed very much. Brands that you actually trust um, that have actually been changed and evolved over time without you really noticing very much. I mean, perfect example is Marmite. I mean, you won't in all the world think, oh, we'll redesign Marmite. Yeah. And they've stuck with it and it's right. Coleman's mustard. What would you do with that? And, and But if you look it up and you search it and you look back at packs over the last, 50 years or whatever, if you looked at the most recent one and the first one, they're completely different. But you look at all the stages in between and you'll see how it's evolved. Or, yeah, and, and I think a, a lot of design is about 
evolving things rather than throwing away and starting again. How many design companies do a new logo every two years? Cause, probably because the designers are having nothing to do. Oh, yeah, so we'll change that. We'll change that. And something new is not necessarily better. It's, it's often just different. So there you go. That was day two of me talking to Ian Mead all about design and all about marketing. I hope you're enjoying these conversation episodes because I've got plans to do more of them. At the minute, I'm trying to line up a couple of other guests that I think would work quite well for my podcast. So that's in the works at the minute. Next week, I'll be returning back to normal, boring old me all by myself, just talking to you about actionable design and marketing tips. But today, that was Ian Mead. That was day two of of Ian Mead's conversations. There's three more to go. And to confuse you with even more numbers, this was episode 62. And you can find the show notes and other information about this episode at askdesigneranything.com forward slash EP62. I'm not going to go through all the other bumps because I've already said enough for this episode. So thanks so much for listening. And I'll see you tomorrow with another part of my interview with Ian Mead. See you soon.